Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to Arrow on Target. We're your hosts, Chris. And John. And we're live streaming again. We are live on streaming. On YouTube. So, so, so I'm going to scoot over this way so yeah. that uh, John can actually be in this shot. And uh, last week we actually weren't live streaming. We thought we were, but we actually weren't. So, yes. uh, so you know. Anyway, you'll be able to find this episode on YouTube. Yes. You can find our uh, YouTube channel if you go to our site, stayontargetpodcast.com. So this episode of Arrow. Oh, my goodness. Was crazy. Oh, my goodness. I'm like... going to put my hood up in recognition of how good it was. <laughs> okay, we both will here. We'll both put our, our ceremonial hoods on. And uh, we can we can we look like a couple of thugs. It's 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 pretty apparent that we are completely thugs. Yes, you know we are com- we are the I, original. I feel thugs. like I want to have a uh, an, an arrow pack on my back here. You, you should know? scoot this way. Okay. <laughs> okay. An arrow pack. <laughs> yeah, an arrow pack. A pack of arrows <laughs> yes. on my back. That's entirely possible. We could do that. We, we can, can make, make it that happen. happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So this week we start off and and like uh, we ended last week on like this big cliffhanger. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and in, in which Slade was in the the Queen home. Yep. And this was just like the shocker moment where uh, Oliver walks in and, and and Slade's alive. Yeah. And so anyway, so this episode, I loved I loved the uh, the pacing of this episode. Yeah. What was crazy was the fact that we spent so much time on the island. Yeah. Uh, more than we ever have before. Yeah. Um. I and it's like while this season especially, it's like I feel like. Oh. To a certain extent, the uh, the action on the island has all been building up to this episode, mm-hmm. um, which which is really nice to actually see a lot of the the stuff that we've been seeing on the island pay off. Right. Um, so yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, up to, up to this point, kind of like on you know we we've talked about before you know, that this season of the island has felt weird. It just hasn't like it doesn't really matter. As much and like it, in the first season, they used it as just a way to explain. Well, this is how he knows this, and right. this is how he, you know, achieve, you know, got and this. This skill. is the first time he did this, you know, that right. sort of thing. And this is kind of a uh, this harkens back to that, yeah, a lot. Uh, it does because this is this essentially like shows a lot of like firsts. It shows the first time like he he like hoods up and actually like hoods up uh, with with the the hood that he uses. Right. Um. It shows you know. Uh. It shows. Uh, Manu Bennett, it's uh, it Slade, uh, shows him like masking up into uh, Deathstroke. So yep. it's like we're gonna see Deathstroke next week. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna have like that as a as an amazing you know character and villain for right. the Arrow. Um, we see a lot of things go down on on the island, and this was probably the largest like scope of an episode. I feel yeah. like because um, like we had like the biggest set pieces, uh, like the the ship um, was all one set piece. You could tell. Um, and uh, that we had the island on it. We had you know the, the queen house walking through that, which you know we I, haven't seen this part of the house before, right? Like the art art gallery, right? Basically. And I, I just want to say that like they just like did pulled a uh, uh, probably. I mean, I couldn't tell in the episode, but I would assume that they probably pulled a. Uh, a, 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 a Seinfeld and like just rearranged things, you know, to make like during different halls and stuff. Like, I mean, that's how you shoot you know, a show. I mean, of that's course, what happens anyway. Uh, so so anyway, so like I feel like you know, yeah, we haven't seen this part of the uh, the house before. It shows that the house is much bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, as far as art wing. Yeah. As far as the story goes, though, yeah. like I mean, I love the the house and oh the sets goodness. and all kind of stuff, but 
I loved the story of, of this episode. I agree. I agree. The tension was nuts in the house. Like whenever yeah. we did, like for as little as of that as we saw, the tension was just building and building. So, right. Right. Um, and, and we were just kind of waiting for that that moment to happen, uh, and it it never does. You know where they fight. You know confront and fight. Um, yeah. What did you think about? Like uh, there was a number of times where you're like, why doesn't he just kill him, or why doesn't he just do it now? You know that whole thing. So uh, what what do you, you know what did you, were your thoughts on that? Um, okay. So like my whole problem was, you know, he's, uh, Oliver's going after, uh, Professor Ivo, Dr. Right. Ivo. On the island. And, what? On the island? No. Yeah. No, you're talking ship. about S- Slade. Oh, they're both going. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying now. Never mind. I, <laughs> okay. that was my fault. I'm conf- I was confused. He has qual- all these qualms about killing Dr. Ivo. Yes. For some reason. Yeah. He just killed Slade and yet he's concerned about killing him. Like he, he tells, yeah. he tells, um, uh, Sarah, you're going to kill a man in cold blood? It's like, yes, of course you're going to kill a man in cold blood. Well, like, yeah, and in, in that instance, it's like, this isn't a defenseless guy. He's got, a, like, an army at his disposal. For and, sure. And, you know, and he killed Shadow, and he, you know, it's like, there's there's all sorts of reasons to kill this guy. And Oliver on the ship is just shooting people in the chest, you know, killing these guys, these bad guys. Who Chris, are, they have guns. Well, you know Whenever what? he showed up and, and Ivo, like, Ivo, Ivo didn't even have a had gun. A gun. So he did originally have a gun. You're right. Um, so... Anyway, I just thought that was kind of weird. Um... And and that was the big moral quandary in this episode. I, I think that they're kind of like I know I don't know why we necessarily went down this road this season of I can't kill anyone. Um, well, it's because he's got to become a hero at some point, right? Which is fine, but at that point he wasn't a hero. That's true. Like, That's true. That was not him. Well, and you saw, like you said, he was killing like left and right as he uh, as he tried to get off the exploding ship or whatever. Correct. Um, and and you know, whenever he faced down Ivo, literally the guy that has is the reason all these you know armed guys are on this ship. Um, he basically just chokes. Yeah. Um, it seems like you know, it's like he he psyched himself up to this moment, and he just kind of chokes whenever it comes down to it. Yeah. Um, which maybe that's, I mean, that's something that it's like he's gonna have to own up to. He's gonna have to live up, you know, live that down. So, uh, as far as Slade goes, that whole reveal I feel like was was really well like well crafted, where it was like, um, you know, he was gonna meet up with him on the ship, and then you know, the only th- part about it that was weird was like right before that commercial break, he just happens to be standing right behind uh, Oliver. That's yeah, that thing. was kind so of kind it's of kind of like one of those things. Yeah, where well, that's the thing. Like Sarah had already had this conversation with Oliver and said, "Hey, don't let him talk. Yeah. Kill him as soon as he talks, or as soon as you see him, kill him." Right. And what does he go and do? He sits there and lets him talk. Like, I mean, come on. I agree. I agree. Um, so back in, like, with Moira and Slade, like, that whole situation, where do you think that's going to shape up to in the future here? I and mean, we already kind of talked about last week. We, yeah. We, you know, think, like, he's obviously going to be a campaign contributor. Yeah. And he's going to try to use Moira uh, for his purposes, whatever those may be. You know, obviously that, you know, if he wanted to kill his kill Oliver and his family, he, he could have tried. And maybe he would would have. Had um, the rest of the of Team Arrow not shown up, I definitely up. think he would have tried something. I don't know what that w- something would have been, and I don't know how successful it would have been. Yeah, but he would have tried something. I also thought it was kind of cheap that somehow he knew that Diggle would be out there with a sniper rifle. No, but of course, like he knew if ever if he definitely would have come with backup. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure of that. But then he tells Oliver, you know, like you're probably wondering where Diggle is with his headshot. You know, she's like. Mm. You know, I, well, I, I, I buy that for sure. I really do. Um, just because it's like, of course, he's going to go in there with backup. And of course, if the rest of Team Arrow shows up, you, the only one missing is Diggle. Diggle but he doesn't and- know he has a gun. And like, that's stupid. That is a terrible piece of writing. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I'm kind of I, I kind of dug dug the moment there that he knew, you know, that somehow either he's he's got somebody in his ear or like somehow how he knew, you know, that that mm, that he wasn't in that much danger. I don't know about this. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was a great episode, but that was kind of that was weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I can give that to you. Um, and you know, as, as far as like the, the action on the Island goes, it's like this time we shook things up quite a bit. Uh, we know that the, the, the serum is still in existence. Yeah. Obviously we knew that anyway, right. but it's like, you we know, know, how we know how we kind of, you know, it's like, we know how Oliver and, uh, maybe how Oliver and, uh, Sarah get separated. Um, and, and, you know, potentially, you know, she might separate and go off, do her own thing. I mean, I don't know. It's like th- at this point, it's like there are so many things that line up with the way things are in the real world or what we knew right. about what happened on well, the, the yeah, island. The, the cool things that lined up were like the fact that she asked him, you know, Hey, don't tell anybody, tell him I died in the boat on the first time. Yeah. Um, if we, you know, don't make it. Um, and then, you know, like Oliver separated from her right now so we could see how that goes. Yeah. Um, we also saw like how Oliver trained and became like, you know, put on the hood. Yeah. You know, like they made a big deal about putting on the hood for the first time and yeah. training. And they made and a big deal also about shooting the, uh, the fire arrow at that yes. the thing like he did with the ship. And yes. so that was really Which cool. Which is too. really cool. Um, we, uh, we still haven't seen, you know, how Slade, you know, he loses his eye. Yeah. It's Oliver somehow. Maybe that's an escape off the boat or something like that. Maybe. We'll see. Ivo's not dead either. No, you but know? I mean, it's only a matter of time. Slade's just going to chop this guy to pieces <laughs> like bit by bit. That's true. Uh, I feel like that's very true. Um, okay, so as far as you know, what what do you think Slade's plans are for Oliver? I mean, why do you keep him alive? Do you think it's just because of some like misguided sense of like uh, friendship or something like that, or or what do you think? What what is your opinion on that? Does he have some I'm not, I'm not purpose really, for well, him yet, who, who or is knows? he wanting to just? Is it literally what he said? I just want to tear you down piece by piece, and you know that's you know, yeah. I believe that. I believe that completely, um, and. Uh, you know, like there's probably a, a part of him that doesn't want to because he's his friend, and there's a part of him who who realizes this is irrational. Like yeah. I am blaming him for something that he like if somebody was gonna die. Like the th- the argument that I kept wanting Oliver to make was somebody was going to die no matter what I did. Yeah. Because of Doctor Ivo. Yeah. And I think, but I think to some extent Slade knows that. Yeah. But you know he hasn't. Uh, he's not going to. Admit it. it. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Um, and so we introduced some new characters this time, uh, and mainly the guys who were on the ship, the prisoners. Uh, right. We, we re, you know returned to the prisoner that that we ran into before. Yeah. Um, that Oliver had a cell next to. Right. Um, and then we introduced a Reverend uh, Thomas. Let me see, Flynn. Um, and so I mean, I, those new characters introducing like an influx of new characters onto the island. And none is kind of those of a cool are idea. part of the DC universe. Already, I don't think so. As far as like, I mean, I was, I didn't recall it, and uh, and I did a little bit of googling. And I couldn't find Reverend Thomas Flynn anywhere. Yeah. As far as the other guy goes, I I don't know, and I don't remember his name either. Right. So. You know, I like that. You know, and if they do separate Oliver from Sarah, and Sarah's on the island, she needs other people to interact with because yeah. you know up to this point it's just been you know Slade, Sarah, Shadow, and Oliver. Yeah. And so having additional people for her to interact with on the island is a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, like this was very much like this was. I thought like this was going to be kind of like a culmination of the whole season leading up to this. Yeah. But it really wasn't. It was no. still a setup episode really? for something that's going to happen down oh, yeah. the line. Oh yeah. Um, but it was very, very intense. And what I liked was the fact that it felt very, very in- intentional. And, uh, 
it didn't feel rushed. No. Uh, it didn't feel like they were cramming storylines in here. You know, you didn't see any of Laurel. You didn't see any, you know, crybaby stuff with uh, Felicity. You know, she just did her job. Like, yeah, we didn't see any, like, crazy drama with Roy. Yeah, like... And, Roy which actually is, played... great. He, he was awesome in this episode. He played his... He played the uh, the strong guy, like, role there. He played the role that I wanted him to play with the team, yeah. you know? Where it's like, you need somebody who's strong, and you bring him in, you know? I did love that, you know, just the, the fact that whenever we flashed back to the uh, the Arrow Cave, like, everybody's just kind of, like, chilling there, waiting for something to happen, you yeah. know, like... And uh, it kind of made me feel like, you know... The ju- it, it it parallels with the Justice League very very well. Yeah, you know, you just got you got the you got Batman back there at the uh, the headquarters and yeah. Wonder Woman standing there waiting for something. Did they to bring happen. in like what were they bringing? Were they bringing in like food for yeah, everybody just, or something food. like that? Like they're so just hanging like, out. Like yeah. this is just a clubhouse now. Yeah, it's like Oliver has his own clubhouse and. And it's like our treehouse awesome. when we were kids. It's awesome. Like you just have all your friends. We're just yeah, all it's hanging just out. Like every, just like, you know, well, somebody's getting some Kool Aid for everybody. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> That's what was happening. And uh, and then like they just jump at the chance and they yeah. all perform their roles. And they all trusted Sarah. Like immediately yeah. whenever she said this is a disaster and this is what's going to happen, they yeah. all trusted her. She's like a legit member of this team, which is which is great. And, and she's obviously a leader of the team. Yes. You know, like she whenever Oliver's not there, she's gonna call the shots. Right. And Roy's interestingly interestingly enough, he listened to her better than he listens to to, to Oliver. To Oliver. Of course, though. Of course. Because <laughs> Oliver is his girlfriend's brother. I right. mean, so there's that dynamic as well. Right, so there's right. there's a number of things playing into him not listening but to Oliver. But that was cool to see in the team aspect of it, and they sprang yeah. into action, and, and uh, it was successful. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see where that goes, and I hope that they keep that going. I hope that there isn't, they don't introduce like some weird conflict within the team. I like seeing, I like seeing them deal with conflict outside of the team, not just these interpersonal relationship yeah. differences. I like whenever they, they pair parallel uh like the outside with the inside but it's like whenever it feels like it's kind of forced uh which it has a few times um with like uh between like felicity and it's like whenever there's these external things where it's like uh we're threatened and we respond to this threat and we respond differently yeah. uh, to the threat than you know another member of the team that's i like that right uh where one person you know is says hey we should respond this way the other person says we should respond that way but the like interpersonal i'm with you on the like the interpersonal kind of like uh just added drama yeah. uh, for the sake of it just feels really weird because it's like I, I don't know like a a group that that uh, like a group dynamic really like a friendship or whatever that's that way it's like right. you know you would respond differently to external threats and external situations but very rarely do you have these whole you know like big you know such and such and i'm talking about such and you know i don't know it's like i mean it's well it just comes down to like whenever you have a group of people and they have this many problems it's like why are you even working together right you know like right <laughs> go off and do your own thing right so it was, it was great not to have that yeah. it was also great you know the unifying factor of like one of the members is threatened in trouble yeah and, and that that brings literally the entire team to play and, and and it also to me it sets up you're right this is very much a setup episode because it sets up how much of a threat slade really is in the real world yeah um because literally the entire team had to be there and they still didn't get anything they right. didn't get anywhere near a shot yeah for sure um you know aside from the the fact that he knew you know that he got taken out and stuff like that it's like i love the fact that we set this up that he that you know they still didn't get a shot so right anyway yeah um i mean yeah other than the the cheapness of like oh he just gets knocked out you know like I, I like I like the fact that he's not dead yet I mean he is basically like whenever he was driving off what I was thinking in my head was this is a super villain yes like this is 
Oliver's Lex Luthor. Yeah. And I'm okay if he sticks around for a while. Oh, yeah. The thing that I've complained about before on, on previous episodes even is the fact that we'll have an episode and they'll kill off a perfectly good villain yeah. Um, in yeah. the episode. And one that is, is, is interesting enough that you want to see them again. Yeah, like what was the, the doll maker? The, yeah. The Eagles guy? I mean, that's creepy as all get out. Yeah, dude. That's like Hannibal level, like creepy, you know, like serial killer. Yeah, dude, and, for sure. And they just, whoop. Well, you'll never see that guy again. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, and so it's it's cool to have a, a a villain that is strong enough for them to keep around for more than one episode. Hopefully, more than just the end of the season too. I'm really hoping that maybe you know we don't kill him by the end of the season. Yeah, I mean it's I mean I hope that there's some. Da- I guess we haven't killed Malcolm Merlin either, but he wasn't a strong enough bad guy to really like pay me off in any like substantial way to me. Yeah, and that's kind of a storyline we can talk about that's kind of fizzled. Malcolm Merlin was, you know, brought in as um, a, a protagonist in earlier in the season. Yeah. And they basically just got rid of him by saying, you know, like, you know, I'm. Well, how did they get rid I of mean, him? I mean, like, they, they assumed that he was, like, dead. Like, the coroner, like, I mean, they just they oh, said no, he was, it was dead. Oh, no, it was threatening Ra al Ghul on him. Right. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, like, but but that character to me only served as a get-out-of-jail-free card for, uh, for Moira. It's like they got themselves into that situation, and then they needed somebody to get him get her out, and so like he was the way to get her out. Yeah, and then they had to get rid of him at ASAP before before <laughs> so like they said Ghul. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, there's definitely progression. I'm not saying it was a bad decision. I'm just right. saying I was just confused as to where he went. I agree. I agree, and it's and I, I wonder where he comes to play. Like if he'll come into potentially the Slade storyline. Well, and this at is all. the thing, you know, while where Malcolm, well, we'll see what this kind of finale, this season finale. Like I think we're just building up to the season finale. Oh yeah. Like we won't have the final confrontation with um, Slade until then. Yeah. And um, whereas last season, um, season one, the season finale focused on like the destruction of Starling City. And it was very out, you know, like the threat was on the exterior, just the city itself. I yeah. feel like this season, the season finale, the threat will be against Oliver and the team yeah. and his family specifically. It won't be like this very um, uh, global kind of threat. It'll be more of a rather than like an external thing. It'll be more like an internal, like personal. Like, yeah, it's, this it's more, is me way, and my friends. Way more personal. Yeah. Like, Slay is trying to kill me and, and my I think, family. I think that's the reason I like him as a as a you know villain and a, a nemesis um, more than I like liked Merlin ever yeah. uh, just because Merlin was all about, you know, these, these external threats, let's, you know, threaten the city and things like that. And while, you know, to a certain extent, it's like you threaten the city, you threaten the guy that, you know, saves the city, mm-hmm. you know, and takes out the people that have failed this city, right. you know, uh, but, you which know, I still miss hearing which him I say. still miss hearing him say. Yeah. Um, but like, Hope he says Slade Wilson, you have failed this city <laughs> and then shoots him in the other eye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so so like yeah, I mean I, that's the reason like I like Slade a little bit better than than uh, Merlin, just because it's like he is a personal threat. It's it's yeah. more personal. It's not like he's just some external bad guy that's out there somewhere. This is somebody that is out for blood and is out for blood for a reason. Yeah, you know, whatever happened to blood? Is he still like? No, I'm pretty sure. Did we? Didn't we get rid of him? Well, they captured captured who they thought was blood. No, no, no. But then they like didn't didn't uh, Slade then like kill him? No, he's still no because oh. he's trying to beat Moira. But, that, but okay. now that Slade knows that Moira is probably going to win, she has the public support behind her, or maybe he's, and the money, or maybe he's trying to get close to her in order to sabotage her. her uh, campaign. He could be doing that, or he could be like just hedging his bets and like backing both candidates so he can have them in, in his back pocket, mm. Mm. or his or his front pocket of his shirt. I don't know. 
whatever pocket he wants them in. He, I mean, he this, can put this them is there. Slade. This is Deathstroke. He can put them in whatever pocket. He could put it in your pocket. True. Let's talk about the cinematography for just a second. Oh my goodness. So, like, you know, there were some cool sequences. Yeah. Like whenever um, uh, Shadow showed up in. Oh my goodness. Uh, his dream. Yeah. Like it was. It was really, really cool. You know. And then like, there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff on the ship beforehand. You know, like. It was just a, a Even pretty Even during like, the action, whenever uh, there was a moment whenever Slade slammed somebody against a chain link fence or something like that, and uh, and that moment was really scary. It's like there was some like really good uh, like action kind of thriller-esque uh, type of direction, type of camera shots and, and framing. Um, you know, a lot of stuff from the ground as well. Like there was some cool like lower shots to make yeah. people look larger than life, that sort of thing. So Yeah. I will say, like honestly, as far as the cinematography goes, the weak points were the the action sequences. Though. Yes, like, I agree. They just, they just didn't look as pretty, and you know that you could obviously tell that these are set pieces, right? Um, whereas the you know just like more ethereal kind of shots, you know, yes. whenever you're there in a dream sequence or whenever they're just you know standing on the island, they were a lot more planned and right. they they felt a lot more. Uh, I'm cinematic. Yes. Uh, I do. I like, it was one of those, the, the one shot that like really springs to mind whenever I think about like that, it was, it was the shot where like we had this really slow shot going over the ship, which they obviously, like I said, they obviously built the ship for this episode. Um, and it was that shot and it was like, guys were just, you know, everywhere. And it was really like, I don't know. It was very strange uh, how it felt. It felt felt smaller than, yeah, it felt smaller than it should have. Yeah. Um, felt like there was, you know, it was like, you know, well, it's like that, you know, you think about the the Bourne movies, you know, you think about like if you had taken a step back from this car chase yeah and looked at it from you know a That's mile true. away this would not have looked as exciting as right. it does Weren't they the way going they like 30 it. miles an yeah, hour they're going like 30 miles an hour and they looked like it looked you know you felt yeah. like they're going you know 100 yeah and you know so whenever you take an exciting sequence like that and pull back unless it's lord of the rings and you've got you know five thousand people fighting at once yeah you know, it's going to look small and yeah. it's going to look um you know a little less exciting yeah. and uh dramatic than and that's it. that's definitely the feeling that i got and that's one of the reasons why i like i usually like like the close action where like it's it's hand-to-man combat there on this show is because they do these tight shots with the handhelds and stuff right. whereas like other shows like agents of shield and stuff it's like they they've they only recently have like been start had started doing that where right. it's closer most of the time on on that it just feels like cheaper or staged or something too right. so uh definitely there was a few moments where it felt really weird uh on this this episode in particular so. right do you have any uh quotes from this I do. episode i do there's quite a few because this was a, like i feel like that they were like going for like quote city on this uh on this episode <laughs> uh, just, they just got a bunch of one-liners together <laughs> like let's put them all in we've got to we've got to find a way to out. work these in you know because it's like yeah. well honestly it just lended itself to that because of all the uh, of all the moments where Slade was talking to them in the house and he was alluding to other things you yeah. know it just lended itself more to that um so we've got um Whenever, whenever he was shooting the uh, the arrow at the the fire arrow, where he's trying to yes. light the thing, and it, he misses the first time, totally yeah. whiffs. Uh, Slade goes, "We don't have all day," and Oliver turns around. There was a breeze. <laughs> um, and then always making excuses. <laughs> I know, right, that Oliver? <laughs> oh man! And then there was a. I told you I'd come back. And then the uh, the Russian in the cell, jail cell goes, "Fantastic, we're saved." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just very sarcastic. Yes, very and sarcastic. Um, let me see. So we've got. Whenever, whenever Sarah was talking about Slade and talking about how she was like, 
what's the biggest gun we've got down here? And they put this giant, you know, case of a gun on the table. And she goes, that, that might, might work. work. Yeah. And then uh, Roy turns around. And, like, I thought the quote was going to end there. But then Roy turns around and goes, might? And she goes, he's got the Marakuru in him. And then he goes, so do I. <laughs> I want to start saying that to moments. people. I've got the Marakuru <laughs> in me. the Marakuru in me. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Just whenever you start getting mad at somebody. I've got, the I've got the Marakuru in yeah. me. At work in a conference room. <laughs> I've got the Marakuru just burst into like a random like not even like one that you're in a meeting that you're in just burst oh, in it, just slam your hand down on the table and I've got the Marakuru in me and then immediately pack my desk and leave <laughs> because I would be fired <laughs> of course oh man alright so then there was uh, whenever whenever she breaks onto the boat she goes I'm with Oliver now and then one of the one of the guys goes why should I believe you and she says because you don't want to die that's good yeah it was a good one and then uh, and then there was the one from um from Ivo who said, I loaded the gun, I pulled the trigger, but you, you aimed the gun. Mm. And that was, that was the moment where I was like, yeah, you know, I can't argue with him, but you were going to pull the trigger one way or the other. Yeah. So anyway. somebody was going to die. Yeah. And then, uh, th- that's Man, how many much, do you have? That's pretty much it. Okay, the only good. other one that oh, I want to oh, say was that, uh, Slade promising complete despair. <laughs> Gosh. Complete despair. Complete despair. Yes. Yes. Well, so, that's rough. We're on for our all, way for to, Oliver. To we'll see how he's, you know, trying um, to create complete despair. Yeah, I mean, and, and we're going to be dealing with Deathstroke next time, and it looks like the Suicide Squad too. So the DC is universe awesome. is going to get like explode and get a lot larger Who, next episode. Okay, a few episodes ago, somebody ended up on the Suicide Squad. Uh, Amanda Waller came in, visited the uh, the uh, Blade guy. I forgot his name. Black. What was his name? He's basically Wolverine. Yeah, he's basically Wolverine uh, in the DC universe. Right. So yeah, for you, sure. You should you sure. should find real fast. Uh, dang it! So we can tell his name. But yeah, I think okay, so that's cool. We'll see him. We'll see you know, uh, the Suicide Squad and Amanda Waller. Was anybody else? Like, oh, he had doesn't Diggle. What did Diggle? What happened with Diggle in the Suicide Squad? Uh, I don't think he knows about the Suicide Squad, but he, he knows uh, about he knows Amanda Waller. Yeah, I do believe he knows Amanda Waller somehow there. Uh, let me see. So that would bronze be cool. tiger. Bronze tiger. That's what it is. Tiger. I knew it was a color and then some sort of a uh, some sort of a cat. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Every single week after Arrow, we will post this. Then we will live stream, and then the video will go up um, shortly after. Um, we'll also have uh, the podcast version of this. You can find it on iTunes um, or on stayontargetpodcast.com. Right. You go to stayontargetpodcast.com, but you'll. You also search for Arrow on Target, and uh, you can subscribe there. Uh, this uh, we have a couple video video features up on our YouTube channel. We've got an unboxing of South Park: The Stick of Truth. Um, we have uh, an, an interview with uh, the creators of Armorcrog, Pencil Test Studios. Um, that's all on YouTube, and uh, we'll have a podcast uh, up on our main podcast, Stay on Target, um, on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it for this time. We'll see you next time. On Arrow on Target. target.